Hello and welcome to Loving Me, Myself, and Life with me, Jody Misiak. So I have been on this self-love, self-discovery journey for over a decade now. And the funny thing is it actually didn't have, or if it did have those labels, I didn't know about it. I kind of stumbled upon it and just kind of, it just kind of happened uh, before self-love and self-care were just na- like words that you see everywhere thrown around. And, um, you know, it was a self-discovery and, and things like that. And actually one of the first books I read was by Robin Sharma, Discover Your Destiny with the monk who sold, a, sold his Ferrari. And it was the seven stages of self-awareness. So it was really helping me awaken things within me that were kind of, you know, suppressed deep down, things that I was kind of hiding, too afraid to admit to myself or to people around me. Because like I have mentioned before, I've worn so many different masks and personalities and I just kind of became the person people needed me to be or that I thought they needed me to be when I was around them. So I kind of stumbled into this without having those labels, those things that, you know, people just use all the time, including myself. And I never labeled it and I, for like so long. And then I became an empowerment coach. And it was definitely in a lot of the teachings that I learned throughout my coaching training and things like that. And then I actually specialized in self-love because that was one of the biggest things along my journey was discovering who I was and loving who I am, no matter what other people think of me or including myself. Like I had to really come to terms with loving myself. And I'm not saying I love every part of me every day of the year or every minute of the year. However, I've come to learn so much more about myself and love myself on such a better level, healthier level than I did even a year ago, two years ago, three years, 10 years ago. So it's all about a journey. And that's why I always call the self-love journey. And it's all about self-discovery. Now, when I started the co- uh, becoming a coach and really getting into my own niche and really, you know, figuring out where I kind of stand in the coaching world, um, because it can be overwhelming, um, being a coach and then also people looking for a coach. They're just, you know, it's everywhere. Right. So when I was really kind of trying to find my footing, I, and I kind of like discovered the self-love part was really, something I've personally gone down myself a lot and really um, has made my life so much better. And I've been able to do so many great things with my life because I really started to love myself. I also discovered there's a lot of confusion with using the words self-love and self-care. They're really simple words. You know, it's the word self in front of another word that's very, you know, simple care and love. And I just find that sometimes they get intertwined like together. And I just wanted to share today my personal perspective on them. Like, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I just feel while I use them, this is kind of where I'm like, I, where I'm coming from. So for me, self care is taking care of yourself. It is, you know, making sure you put yourself first, that you fill your cup up so you're not running empty to help other people. It's about, you know, doing the things that you might not want to do for yourself, 
like going to the dentist or getting a physical, flossing, brushing your teeth, you know, all those things that is taking care of your body because you want to take care of your body. And then it goes even more, setting healthy boundaries with your loved ones, with people in your life, doing things that you love to do. And it's just, it's really just making sure that you're, you're taking care of you. It's really simple. Self-care, right? Like taking care of you. Now, self-love is that relationship with yourself, like getting to know yourself better. It's not about beating yourself up for where you are, not realizing that you haven't been taking care of yourself or putting yourself first, or, oh man, you didn't set that healthy boundary. It's about Ooh, like why didn't I set that healthy boundary and really just becoming aware of what those boundaries need to look like or, you know, just anything really discovering what makes you happy and, and kind of just peeling back those layers of things that you may be suppressed over the years and just getting to know yourself on a deeper, amazing level. And that's why I always call it a journey because it was so funny. I always thought that I, I was like, yeah, you know, now that I'm really, I'm a coach and I focus on self-love, I got to have my stuff together. You know, like I got to all be, you know, put together. I am not, I am not put together all the time. Maybe some of the time. Yes. It's about honoring where you are at and, and just becoming, you know, the best version of yourself every day. So like today, you're at your best version of yourself. Or maybe you've fallen backwards a little bit, and that's okay. But it's taking those steps every day or, you know, not even put pressure on you every day. But every, you know, week, month, year, you're just stepping forward into your best version of yourself and just figuring out what that is to you. Like, what does that mean to you? And only you know that. So it's that relationship that you're building with yourself. And then the self-care aspect comes in because you can't figure out who your best self is unless you're taking care of yourself. Because if you're not sleeping properly and eating well and all those things that make your body function at a really good level, you're not going to feel good. And that relationship that you're building with yourself does not thrive as awesome as it could if you're getting eight or whatever hours of sleep you need in a day to feel like yourself. And there's just so many levels of taking care of yourself that if you're not doing something in that realm, your self-love journey will be a little bit more of a struggle because you're not working at your best level. So that's why like they do sometimes go hand in hand. Like you do need to take care of you But the self-love aspect of it is just honoring where you're at, accepting it and moving forward. Now, it doesn't mean that like, I know I've I've used self-love to not eat healthy where I'm like, oh, you know, I have to love me for where I am right now. And yes, I do. But that doesn't mean that I just need to shove sugar into my face. And those moments were coming when I wasn't sleeping enough, when my son wasn't sleeping through the night. Um, and it came up to like to two years where he didn't sleep through the night at all. So I, I'm glad I was gentle to myself, but at the same time, it's not about using self-love as an excuse to not eat better. And it's not about shaming yourself either to eat better. 
It's about taking care of your body because you love yourself. And it happens with so many areas in, in our life, right? It's, you know, making sure you get enough sleep because you love yourself. So yes, self-care and self-love go hand in hand, but it's not the same thing, at least not in my mind uh, and in my world. It just, um, it means we need to take care of ourselves because we love ourselves, not because somebody says you should. You know, there's a whole pile of things, like a whole pile of things online. So if you Google self-care, you'll find like 10 things or like a whole, like especially if you hit click the images and then they'll come up and uh, there's so many things you can do for you. However, if something on that list does not make you happy, like say you don't like baths. I know tons of people that don't like taking a bath. It doesn't relax them. It's just something that they you know might do because somebody told them it's self-care. If it doesn't relax you, then it's not self-care for you. It could be for somebody else but it might not be for you. Same with meditating. If meditating, if all you're doing is sitting there and beating yourself up because you can't meditate, maybe that's not your thing right now. Like come back to it later if that's your thing, or maybe you need to find a different way of meditating, whatever it may be. And I know I've mentioned this before on different things because I was that person that I was like, oh, I need to meditate. And I sat there and I was so frustrated and angry at myself. And like, I took it too seriously. And then I came across yoga. And yoga was like, it was a mixture of meditating and yoga. And that's where I fell in love with meditating. So you got to find what works for you. And that's a big thing about self-care and even self-love. Like your journey through life is going to look different than my journey. Because we all have our own personalities. We all have different paths, different struggles and challenges we face on a daily basis. You know, a few years ago, I wasn't sleeping. Maybe you were. So my challenges were a lot different. Like I literally was just surviving. Uh, I was in survival mode. And maybe you were thriving in a different way. Like so, or challenge, maybe you had different challenges. We all have different things. So a big part of self-love is also looking at yourself through your journey. Not comparing your road to somebody else's. You know, yours might be like zigzaggy or curvy or uphill a lot or downhill a lot, whatever it may be. It might be through forest and bush and, you know, there's no path at all. Or, you know, maybe there's times where it's like, oh yeah, this is good or it's muddy. You know, we all have a different journey. And it took me a long time to understand that I didn't have to follow in somebody else's footsteps to find my path on so many levels of my life. Um, it's about doing what feels right to you. And it's so important to understand that, that you are unique and so is your journey. So it's just making sure you take care of you on whatever that looks like for you. And if you don't know what it is, I encourage you to pull out a piece of paper, write down things you love to do. Things that, you know, make you feel good. And um, like for me personally, I like to make sure that my face is washed and that I'm well-groomed. Like it just makes me feel good to be, feel like kind of put together. Um, I like putting on an outfit in the day to just, even if I'm at home all day, 
it makes me feel good inside. Now that might not feel good too. Maybe you love sweatpants and that's totally cool too. I wear sweatpants sometimes too. It's whatever I feel like. However, I do like taking care of my appearance, even if it's only me that's seeing it all day or my son and I. I like to feel good on the, like look good on the outside so I feel good on the inside. And that's totally me. And uh, I know for a long time, like I'd even put makeup on every day just to like, yeah, like, you know, just have that extra confidence or whatever it may be, like just pep in your step kind of thing. Like it just, you know, whatever makes you feel good. And write that down. Write everything down that you love to do. And if you're in kind of like a lost state of like what to put on that list, maybe it's been a long time since you've put you first, go back onto Google and Google self-care again. And there's a whole pile of ideas. And only write down the ones that go, yeah, I could try that. Maybe that would feel good. You know, maybe you like going to the spa. Maybe you don't. And it's just figuring out what that looks like to you and incorporating it into your day, into your week, into your month, and of course into your year. Just, I always, you know, I try to be consistent. Lately, I'm on, I'll be honest, I haven't been super consistent because I've been in a transition of, you know, from the move and, and finding our own, like we've been kind of finding our own footing in our new, um, new home and in our new lifestyle. So it's about honoring where you're at too. Um, I would always be the one that's like, I'm all like all or nothing kind of thing. Like I had to do it all, all the time. And like, if I didn't, then I just let it all go. And I've discovered that slow and steady wins the race. So it's finding my footing, allowing myself to just kind of honor this transition, this exciting step in our life. And then figure out exactly what that looks like to me. Like I had it where my son would go to daycare three times a week. And those would be the days that I would sit and I'd meditate and I'd take those times. And then I'd work after that. And I really had like a really good flow going. And now my son's home with us. And my husband works from home every day. So it's just finding that new groove. And that's okay too. It's it's figuring out like what worked yesterday or a month ago, a year ago might not work for you again today. So it's also about readjusting of where you're at. So just honor where you're at right now. What makes you feel good? Cause that, that's the thing. It also can change. You know, once I've had, I had kids, it changed a lot. You know, your, your, your focus changes so much. So Life is constantly changing, and so is your path, so is your self-care, and you got to do what feels good to you. So make that list. Write out what makes you feel good right now, and if it's going for walks outside, you know, try and fit that in. Make that happen to the best of your ability, and if it doesn't happen, don't beat yourself up. Think about why is it not happening, you know, just because it didn't happen yesterday doesn't mean you're like, oh, like I really do want to do this. Like, how do I make this happen? Don't beat yourself up, but take that time to figure out why it isn't happening. Are you procrastinating? That's something I'm very familiar with. Um, Procrastinating at its finest. Uh, Or are you just like scared? Um, You just, 
what is showing up for you? Like, why aren't you moving forward to doing something you love to do? Or is it that you just need some time to honor where you're at? And I want to just, you know, take a moment here. It's cool to honor where you're at. Just make sure it doesn't last. Like, honor, feel. Just don't live there too long. Honor and feel your emotions. Just make sure you're not staying there for a year. You know, don't sit on that couch for a year. You know, just take, take the time. And remember to always, you know, constantly move and change forward as well. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Take care of you. Sending you so much love. Bye for now.